0: We should be live. Everybody should be able to see us, no problem. Hopefully, everybody's back at even check. Kathy, John, you back? Oh, and John's not even on the screen. I should have checked John's I'm thing. in the wrong spot. You're in the wrong spot. Hold on. Let me flip you around, John. You're like <laughs> way out in the open. Hold on. John got...
1: Is that the magic noise of, you know, magically moving?
0: Magically Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, there we go. Now you're in there, John. Uh, you know what? While we're here, let me go yeah, ahead and check our Don't media. Though? I'm off the screen. Look, John's <laughs> not even here either. John, where are you at? Right uh, there, hidden behind. I'll put you here, too. I bet you what it was is when I started making and fixing everybody, you, you got you pushed got off. The,
1: uh, you do realize you have the media section overlay up.
0: Yeah, so I could fix the media section while I was here, too.
1: Okay. What? What? Yes,
0: what Two it? jobs at once? Nah. Yes.
1: That's fine. That's
0: all good. <laughs> Guys, welcome to another episode of More Talk Than Dice. Uh, we are on episode what, Kathy? Uh,
1: 79?
0: 79! seventy-nine.
2: <laughs> seventy-nine.
1: I guess I should have looked at that beforehand. Yeah, it's like
2: isn't it like you're like but
1: last week was seventy eight, so you know it just follows.
2: That yep. usually is how that works. You're correct. <laughs> yeah,
0: usually the numbers go up the more we do.
1: Yeah,
3: um,
0: every
1: so often we got to think start thinking together
0: about what we want to do for our hundredth episode because that is coming up soon. So we got to figure out what we want to do. Some we got to start planning something. Uh, also, while we're talking about that. We want to give a shout out to all of our sponsors and thank them uh, because we are actually going to be having a contest pretty soon. Um, what? what? Yeah, we are going to have a contest because one of our sponsors has something big they want to give away.
3: Sweet.
0: And I mean something really big, like, you know, 75 automobiles. I mean, no, not really. Um,
1: like a one-to-one scale Millennium Falcon?
0: A one-to-one scale Millennium Falcon? All day, I will let Chris know <laughs> that he is on the on board for doing a one to one scale of Millennium Falcon.
2: I don't, I don't think I could store that. That's not going <laughs> anywhere. You're ineligible.
0: I mean.
1: Crimson says a contest like on Seinfeld, but since I don't watch Seinfeld, I don't I, I don't know what that is. I've only
2: seen like three episodes of Seinfeld, and two of them <laughs> were the same one where uh, the guy has the uh, hidey hole under his desk to sleep in. Yeah.
0: Um, now what it is, is Mechanicus Studios uh, has a transport tray that he built for Star Wars Legion.
2: Oh, yeah, that one's sweet. Yeah.
0: It is a very sweet tray because it's got uh, parts to take off so you can store everything underneath. He has asked us if we could do a contest. Uh, so we're going to brainstorm about what you have to do. And it is something you have to do. It's not just, you know, show up and look pretty like John. You have to do something.
1: Like John, yeah. <laughs> you, you have to do something like John?
0: No, you can't just You're be so pretty, pretty like John. i pretty
1: unlike
3: John. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and so we're going to be giving away one of his trays pretty soon. Uh, we will do that on our Facebook page. So if you don't well,
1: have us like a- here,
0: like us over there.
1: Yes, like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitch if you haven't already.
0: Um, but we want to thank uh, Mechanica Studios uh, for doing that. It makes us really, really happy. Uh, also supplying some other things he also is our person that sells all of our product also um which is our uh measurement set tournament set and um our mat sets for steamrollers um we want, also want to thank
2: uh tectonic craft studios
0: dan the man
2: hey dan Dad. My guys, the uh my uh Age of Sigmar campaign just got some of their stuff and in. Yet more and yet shameless
1: uh, self-promotion.
2: It's, uh, <laughs> it's good. They're really happy. It's better than the stuff they had before. So they might be making some more purchases, which is super cool.
1: <laughs> oh, hey. Thanks, John Spencer, for the subscription. Shameless self-promotion. Uh, appreciated as always.
0: Um, but Tiktok Cross Studios did give us uh, some things to give away. We'll be giving some of that stuff starting next month. I uh, try to give out one thing a month or one every other month, depending on what he gave us. Um, and then, of course, we want to thank uh, Muse on Minis uh, for providing us with a bunch of stuff and giveaways, and just giving things Hosting, to other people. It
2: makes it easy for people to find us. Uh, people who uh, people who I work with have been able to find us on there and have been interested. And actually, uh, just in case he listens, uh, a shout out to Danny from. Uh, the Car Wash Show. We had a we had a good time chatting, and he said he might check us out because he was vaguely interested. So if he does. <laughs> cheers,
0: cheers. Um, if you like anything from um, Muse on Minis, please go over there. Make sure you use the code more than dice, uh, all one word. You get ten percent off your entire order, um, and it also helps us out a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there is that. Um, make sure if you really want to get some cool stuff, by the way, all of our patron subscribers, all your rewards are sent out. You should be receiving your new dice. Uh, also, uh, said a big thank you out to Congo, Congo. Hope you like what we sent you. Um, it was something more that we could do since you did a lot of help for us. Um, let's see what else.
2: I haven't talked to Congo in a while. I should say hi to Congo.
0: Yeah. Um, we sent him, I sent him out a little extra stuff for helping us out at Adepticon. Sweet. Um, being all cool and stuff. Uh, we will have our dice set on sale pretty soon too so you can see that. I think I might do like uh, a Pinterest and Etsy thing just to kind of make it easier for people to look find us um, to get things going. Getting all fancy there. I'm getting all fancy, you know me. Um, but tradition is tradition. John, what are you drinking tonight?
2: Uh, well, I have the last bit of my uh, Sweet Apple Pie Moonshine and okay. then I'm going to follow it up with some Calypso Original Lemonade, and if I feel the need to drink more alcohol, I have uh, Dr. McKilly Cuddy's Intense Apple Pie Liquor.
0: Kathy, what you got tonight?
1: I am drinking a gin and ginger ale. So uh, Bombay Sapphire Gin and Canada oh, Dry Ginger Ale.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, now- tonight, I'm doing another Boulevard Chocolate Ale. Uh, it's ale with chocolate nibs, chocolate, and vanilla extract. It's really, really good. It's really, really it's, sweet. Really, it is really so dark. too bad
2: that I didn't have any room in my luggage because I was walking through the Nashville airport and there was a whiskey store. And I'm like, I can't. I don't have any space in my luggage.
0: I would make space, I would get rid of some underwear, t shirts, whatever.
2: Uh, no, it's all my good clothes. I, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I my good uh, do we have to do any salutes to anybody this week that we know of, John? We Garoppi. do.
1: We do. Who do we uh, Herman Woke. You know, the Kane Mutiny. Winds of War. He was 103 when he died. And I'm mentioning him. I mean, yeah, it's, it's sad to lose anyone, really. What? But he... He had an amazing life, and he's given everybody a lot of uh, literature.
0: Cool. Absolutely.
2: And and like I said, Grumpy Cat, because Grumpy Cat gave us a lot of memes. And Grumpy
1: Cat did pass away. (laughs) And then, of course, Doris Day.
0: Oh, yes, we did have Doris Day, too.
1: And, uh, you know, Sentimental Journey.
2: Did you guys get, um... oh, crap, last week did you get, uh, what's his name? Almost like I've been in a show all week. My brain's all mushy. From the Carol Burnett Show.
1: Oh, Tim Conway. Tim Conway. Yeah, no, we didn't. Yeah, yeah, that was this week. That was that this happened. week, yeah. Tim Conway. Tim Conway was died. A comedic genius.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh. The Carol Burnett Show was good stuff. They would crack themselves up. That's great. You don't see that so much anymore.
0: Yeah. Tim Conway was pretty funny. Um, I think
2: that's about ah. it. It's a hell of a week then.
0: Yeah. yeah. It was. Everybody out there, guys, thanks you for watching. Thanks for every single time you click a button. And listen to us whether it's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Muse on Minis, or any other one that redistributes our stuff. We really appreciate it. It's very interesting for me to hear from people. I don't even think that listen to our show go, hey, I really liked your episode on this. It was very pertinent and I think that it was very important that people hear that. And I'm like
1: Holy Smokes.
0: Shit. Okay, cool. Um, so this one's for y'all. Cheers. 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 Shit, I dude. would also
1: like to, to say hello to uh, Via Schmidtbot and Fearboski. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, well you, you missed in the pre-ramble where we were talking about changes to uh,
3: champions,
1: oh. but we, we don't feel like we need to revisit that now. <laughs> uh, if you didn't tune into the pre-ramble, you're just out of luck.
2: Get here half an hour early. Pre-ramble. It's your yep, pre-ramble
1: oh. starts at 6.30, 6.30 to 7.00. Uh, you know, central standard time, U.S. Um, but welcome, it's good to see you guys here. And what are we talking about today, Gonzo? Today? Of
0: yeah, it's what, what we call our hodgepodge episode. We're going to discuss the potpourri. A, or potpourri, the potpourri.
2: Are you talking about the potpourri now?
0: The potpourri.
1: At least we're not talking about the pooppourri.
0: Mm, the pooppourri. Okay. Um, where we've got a bunch of different subjects we need to ca- talk about and John wanted to catch up on one of them. Um, because we've had, you know, things go on that just need to be touched on. Um, I know we talked about, I, I did have a few that we were going to discuss directly. Um, and I think John needs to go ahead and hit this one up to start off because we were, Kathy and I have already talked about it, but there has been some, um, backlash recently about the GW contrast paints. and
2: Yeah, it's enough that it, it got through to me on Twitter pretty handily, since I don't have Facebook on my phone. Uh, it was Twitter uh, while I was at a work thing, and that was it. So uh, let's uh, get this one. for. Uh, let's start with, for, for all you guys who are real painters and hate <laughs> that these contrast paint that will let anyone, everyone get painted models, I have something to say go fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> you know what? These I are- would like to agree with that 100%.
2: Yes. All the actual real painters that I see on on any stream, love them. They're like this is great, can people painting models. I want to get them and see what I can do with them. That's, That's correct. exactly the proper- the proper attitude.
1: That's exactly what Jim and I have been saying. We're very excited to get our hands on. I mean, we're not going to go out and get the whole range. We'd like to get a few colors, though, to just experiment with and yeah. see what we can do with it.
2: It's it, it's good. It's a long time coming. I have some friends who are not painters, but if they can do one thick coat that they just keep a little eye on to make sure it doesn't pull the wrong way, and then pick out some details and then maybe a wash over it, they're gonna be ecstatic. Those are people who would not normally want to paint play because they want painted models and they don't paint that can play. This is great. Oh it is yeah. is GW pushing the envelope of making painting easy and accessible for everyone, and that should be embraced by everyone. Yes.
0: Yes. A hundred percent, because I, I even brought it up. I have my Age of Sigmar. I have actually decided to not pay any more my Age of Sigmar. And one because it's a pretty hard. I, I, okay, I have a hundred and twenty dryads, and the paint scheme I chose. I'm like, it's a really cool one, but no. But hundred and
1: twenty models cool.
0: hundred and twenty models cool. Yes, but a hundred and twenty painted models cool. No.
2: It's tough. Large model. Large group armies are tough, and you either gotta just knuckle down and and suck it up, or. Now, in the contrast paint, suddenly you can change your paints game a little bit for those models.
0: Yes, and that's what I'm looking forward to.
2: Even if you just do the ones that you're going to summon. You know the ones that you're going to summon, you know, though I would honestly suggest you wait for the new book to come out before you go and paint a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A little bit. But, but even if it's just the ones that you're going to summon, you know, like if you're playing any of those armies that summons a bunch of stuff in the game, paint you can paint that stuff with contrast paints, then do more work on the other guys, or even just paint them all and then just touch up guys, add more to guys as you go. And uh, Froboski just said that just because I'm a mediocre painter, he's looking forward to it. It could up his skill. I mean, it's going to be great for everyone, though. Yes. I mean, it's going to give you more positive feelings about your skill. You know, it's less steps. More people painting more models quickly is great because it means we're going to want to buy more models because even people who just want everything painted, if they can get more painted, they'll get more models. That's what they want. Yes. If
1: all you want is to get your models out on the table... So that they look okay and you can play the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's that's what a lot a lot of people who play these games are interested in. They're not interested in painting a competition quality army. No, I mean imagine know? like okay, Adepticon.
0: Adepticon you have to have everything painted. Mm-hmm. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to see more painted armies. You're going to see gonna more, more people more
2: show up. To go to like that. You're going to have yes. events grow. Exactly. Uh, Crimson mentioned that he thinks it's a good idea because now it's promoting another style other than base coat, wash, dry brush. And that style is great, but it's not for every model. Like base coat, wash, dry brush does not work on Space Marines. <laughs> Contrast paints work on Space Marines. That's what they demonstrated it on. Oh yeah. Now they're starting to get you the tools, so you have the right tools for the right model, even if you want to be you know, the let's get it done quickly. I just want tabletop. I'm not looking to, you know, push my skill. Paintings, you know, the secondary part of the hobby, which is fine. It's absolutely fine. I mean, hell, I ranted about uh, that article in White Dwarf where he said you should ask before you use unpainted models. Fuck that guy. And that guy's Jervis Johnson, in case you're wondering. That's not what it's about. It's about making it easier for people to paint and including those people and making it better experience for them. And I think this is going to do that. It's going to get some paints, you, you can teach people easily how to use them, and then they'll get themselves the level they want to get to. So.
3: Yeah,
0: I, I, I think I, if I, anybody I, gives anybody shit for using those contrast paints, they go to hell. Because here's the thing. People are going to be, be putting effort into stuff. I mean, especially large amounts of stuff, too. I mean, it, it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to is, it.
2: There is a bit of inter- inherent skill to that. Not everyone has that. Correct. And anything that makes the people come in and be able to do it and feel okay about their paint jobs. Because there's a point in every model where I look at it and I'm like, this looks like shit. Why am I still painting this shit? Yeah. But I know in my heart, because I have so much experience, it's going to get better, so I keep going. This will this will help people who, who don't get through that. You Maybe they don't have that confidence yet. Maybe they don't have that experience. This will help them get through it because it will be like the first code. But like, this looks okay. Yeah. That I've, I've also seen
1: better. I've also seen people you know there's videos floating around the interwebs uh, from people who were at Warhammer Fest who had a chance to experiment with the paints and recorded their experiences mm-hmm. and everything and there were somewhere they're just splashing on at this huge you know they, they joke about it being one thick layer but come on you, you don't take the giant brush and just you know
0: slob it slop
1: it on without any control or care whatsoever and no. they're, they're complaining because when you do that it pools in areas and they're like oh there's this pooling here and here and here and and this is no good and i'm like have a have at least a little care you yeah. know i mean most yeah. of us at least have a, a little bit of control yeah
2: you, you so can't you're just... not it's not like dip and flick. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, it's not like the Minwax dip, folks.
2: <laughs> remember, people have come out and defended that as a legitimate technique. I originally wasn't on, on board with that, and I, I had a long I've talk with it. Dave Taylor, and he's like, it's still just another technique. And I'm like, "Yeah, it's you know legit. what, Dave, you're right.
1: I've, I've seen some good and I've seen some bad, but just like every other technique out there.
2: you got to do it right, too. You just can't just slop it on, I mean, I mean unless you're... I'm not going to call a name, an XGW guy, I'm not going to call him out because, you know, bless his heart, he's getting models painted. But literally, he'd dip it in a bucket and flick the paint off and it'd be done.
1: If it makes you feel better about getting your stuff out on the table, that's really all that matters. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I mean, there are people that, you know, are like, holy crap, how am I going to paint this, you know, 200-person army?
1: or just turned
0: it nice. yeah. Good luck. Looking, looking at the Oort people. Um, well, now you can. I watched a video also, Kathy, about this guy that painted uh, one of the one of the Pox Walkers, and he oh, was I saw like, that one. "Yeah, here, here's I can't remember the guy's name. Sorry, I'll see if I can find you yeah, I it. don't
3: remember either. But it was a good one. The
0: green on the top, brown on the bottom, and then the red on the pussy parts, and then did a darker green on some other areas. And he says it took him literally ten minutes to paint, and it looked good. And I'm like. That's awesome because I'm not looking forward to painting 120 yeah. dryads. I
1: mean, is it going to win a golden demon? Well, of course no. it's not, but no. it did look good. Yeah.
2: It, you looked know, it well. was good enough
1: to put out on the table and play with it.
2: Well, on top of that, you know, the expert painters, the golden demon winners are going to get a hold of it and they're going to do other crazy shit with it. And then you're just adding to the overall painting ability of everyone. Yeah. Every time someone gets a new technique and shares it, that adds to yeah. all of it, and it's I- going to be wonderful. Yeah.
1: I don't understand the people who are... And it isn't that they're going to give people shit for using it. It's that they're so aghast at the idea of themselves using it. Like, they don't need this crutch that might make something it. interesting. And that's what I'm saying. Then don't then don't use it, but don't just shit on it.
2: Those are the know? same guys who are like, dry brushing is terrible. Don't use it then. <laughs> and if you see someone in the store giving people shit over dry brushing, something like that. Step in and defend that person. We yeah. gotta. I mean, I'm not gonna get political about this, but in this current world we live in, we gotta stick together and defend each other when people are doing stupid shit like that. Just, just jump in. You don't be a, a, You don't attack the person. Just, just defend, help them. You know, show solidarity with that person.
0: Yeah, it's painted. Yes. <laughs> Who
3: if you're cares? Having
1: fun. If you're having fun, that's what matters. You want a dry brush to pick out all those details really fast. Go oh, nuts! That's how I start
2: crime. every model. There's a there's a there's a sticker that goes around some of the painting guys that, it's a sticker you put on your thing. It says dry brushing is not a crime. I love it.
1: Oh, I want that one.
2: And and crimson brings up a good point. Like if it's you know it, it's, I think a lot of people don't like it painting because I think it's counterintuitive. Uh, if the contrast paints stop people painting yellow straight over black primer, getting frustrated and quitting—that's a win. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that correct. is
1: so true, crimson.
2: There's so many things that people don't know, and and not everyone has. I mean, everyone has access to the internet, but everyone knows someone who can show them in person because it's a way different thing in person. And anything that helps them is good.
1: I agree that dry brushing is fantastic with uh, with hair.
2: Crimson you... also
1: says, went to a figure painter meeting the other day and someone said that he liked the hair. And I didn't have the heart to tell him that it was a three-minute wet blend and a dry brush. Because I... dry brush, that's the perfect technique for hair and fur.
2: Man, the right dry brush and hair, just looks great very little effort great look um, not brushhead Dave is great at dry brushing that's sort of his thing he has two Thang. techniques that I would call his techniques are dry brushing and then coloring metallics and uh, I'm
1: still thought, working on that
2: I mean he does metallic and then a wash and then maybe another wash depending on the part and then some details here or there
1: mm-hmm.
2: but that's why we call he, his blood crushers are all this sort of metallic red and we call that barnacle red Because that's his last name, so it's.
1: Oh, okay, cool.
2: So, um, so yeah, contrast paint's good, and uh, just since we're on a paint thing, uh, these just started getting some white red turbo dork paints. Uh, I am looking forward to trying them. They have both colored metallics, so if you don't want to have to do the wash over them necessarily, or you want a base coat that's a little better than a wash over, and then just easy peasy again. They've got a lot of potential there. And then they also have color shift paints, which I think are going to look awesome. I cannot wait to try some out.
1: Yeah. I'm looking forward to what you think of them because I haven't had a chance to try them. And You'll get I a chance. They'll be in a I care don't...
2: package. <laughs> I'll find something. Don't you worry. I'll, I'll get you a color shift and one or two of the regular metallics, just so you can try them out and see what they are like. I'll just... Throw it in when I eventually get my my ass and make that care package when life st- stops. You know, when life stops yeah yeah eating, you those care it.
0: packages. Did you see me right. winking.
2: <laughs> yeah. Look, I've got yours downstairs. I just got to pack it up and send it. Uh, <laughs>
1: speaking of care packages, I did receive the uh, Parabolum Conquest miniatures that Gonzo sent me, uh, and they're the cavalry ones. And I am so excited to experiment with doing non metallic metals on, on armor because I don't get a chance to do that very often. Yeah,
3: because I think I gave and you. And this is
1: like the rider and the, the horse armor and everything. So, kind of excited for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, you got the hero, mounted hero, and then also a unit of the spires, uh, I like a half unit because that's what they gave us uh, the spire uh, spearmen guys. Um, which I knew that you would want some of those because they're kind of cool looking. Uh, John got some cavalry and then a bunch of men at arms stuff too, uh, and also Kathy got the um, future release of one of the new Breachstorm models that has Is that hit
1: the, the insect guy.
0: Yeah, that's the metal one that you got. Okay, that's the new Breachstorm.
1: Oh. So that's that's thank you for that care package.
2: Yeah, you guys might see that on a hoppy street coming up here. I gotta get through some buildings here and then maybe onto that though. I got a couple other things I want to try out, too. so Need right, more time well, the
0: hobby streak. Whenever you do build those out, guys, um, do a side-by-side comparison of the height of everything. Like put, you know, like a Space Marine. Because I didn't put any of those together because I, you know, wanted all to have them.
1: Uh, so I, I'm, the I'm kind of curious. Next to, next to a, uh, like, a Age of Sigmar horse guy.
0: Yeah, or something like that. Because I'm, I'm kind of curious how big um, the men-at-arms with the cavalry or whatever they're... Uh, the, not the cavalry, the... Uh, crossbow men and the guys with sword and shields how they are compared to a space ring? because they looked huge they look like they yeah, were big we can take
2: a look
1: fear bosky asks are you guys looking forward to the series finale of game of thrones I am um, I I haven't yet watched game of thrones except for the first two episodes like ever
2: <laughs> only if it so. stops people from complaining about the last episode
0: Oh no, I have a feeling that as soon as it's over, it's going to be super complaining.
1: You know what's funny is after only having seen the first two episodes of the entire series and then hearing about what happened in that last episode with Daenerys, it actually made made complete sense. Yeah, I know.
2: There's a big thing on the internet and the best guy I saw explain it was uh, there are different types of writers and the writers who are writing into the series are plotters they need the plots to finish up so they can finish the series yeah. cuz not George R R Martin no. and then George R. R Martin's what they call a pantser he just doesn't see the pants he just does what the character would do in the situation whether it's stupid smart whatever what is true to the character in the situation he's not looking at the end plot he's sort of building the story he has a general idea where it's going to end but he's going to let it organically get there they need to get it there
0: yeah i mean cuz i think right it's now. it's, a,
2: it's a totally different style it's going to it's going to change things
0: if if George R. R. Martin was still doing everything, we would probably have another five more seasons.
2: Well, apparently <laughs> he got the next book written.
0: Yeah, that
3: but yeah.
2: There, there's a there's a, a conspiracy theory out there that he let them make whatever they wanted because they'll be upset and then they'll get his book, but more people buy his book to see the real ending. Really? How,
1: how it should have ended. <laughs> Which
2: yeah. I mean is either. Pure conspiracy theory or absolute genius, one of the two. And probably both, or a little bit of both. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not a Game of Thrones guy. So I'm I'm happy that everyone's enjoying something like that. Um, I, I am may watch it eventually, but Jesus, I have such a backlog of stuff I have to watch. I mean, I've got a couple more episodes of The Expanse. Then I got to watch Stranger Things season two ahead of season three.
1: I still need to see season three of the Santa Clarita Diet.
2: You mean, the last season. Uh, yeah. Yeah, last season. And then uh, <laughs> people at work are talking about um, Superstore. They say I have to watch Superstore. It's apparently like, you know, uh, a sitcom based around people working at like a Walmart.
0: Yeah, I, we, we watch that.
2: Um, yeah, they're all watching. I'll, the rest of my team is watching that, and I'm just like, <laughs>
1: It's
0: actually pretty good. It's
2: actually I'll pretty show.
1: good. So, Fearbosky says it airs in thirty minutes here in the UK. It's the only reason why I'm awake still, as it's at 125 where I am.
2: That's that's fair enough. I mean, and he loves
1: Santa Clarita Diet and Superstore.
2: I'm so
1: you're, you're our kind of people.
2: So much time. I mean, so much media and not enough time. Yeah. But in any case, we talked about paint. Look at some paint. Hey, if you have any guys hear about any new paint you want us to take a look at, let us know. I mean, we're we're, we're happy to throw some ideas at you. I mean, if my local store can get them or if I can get them online easily. I uh, like Scale 75. I've been pleased with all the paints I got there. Um, as a matter of fact, they have a black metal. It's a very dark metal that I've been digging a lot.
1: I, I like the uh, the Secret Weapon has a, oh, what's it called? Nope, not that one. What
0: about that it's right
1: one? in front of me. Is it that not one? Not that one. What about that one? Not that one. What about that I one? I got
0: it. <laughs> Are you sure it's not this one?
1: Dark Iron. It's called Dark Iron. Ah, huh love that
2: yeah I mean I'm, I'm just pleased all these paints are coming in you know all these new things it's we're in, we're in a great position paint wise and I cannot wait to see where we go and well, why am I the one talking about paint this seems I, like
1: I, I finally have right. uh, nonsense you paint you paint models a little bit finally oh. <laughs> after that entire year of just assembling them because you had nowhere to paint them yet.
2: I put paint on a couple of models during that time. Oh, I'm actually, I,
1: I am very happy to up, see but. that you're painting.
2: Yeah, now I was trying to get everything in. You know, you know, I start on this terrain, and I'm like, I want to finish all the terrain before I go on because it's taking up space where it shouldn't. You know, I have sprues over here with the uh, instructions. I want to finish them off, so I get the sprues out of here, and then get the train and my train boxes over on the shelf in the room, and then uh, get on to the next thing.
1: So I find that painting bases and terrain is good warm-up for painting my models. Depending oh. on what point in the model I am, if it's if I'm doing freehand or if I'm doing kind of the final glazes or the final highlights to a model, I don't want to start my day with that. Oh. I want to lead up to it. It's like doing scales, you know, on your uh, on the piano before you start playing. It's just you're warming up and doing doing a little bit of. Uh, you know, down and dirty on the terrain or the bases is the best way to do that.
2: Unfortunately, when you only hobby for between a half an hour and 45 minutes a night, you don't really have a warm up. Oh,
1: well. Just, <laughs> just yeah. go. That is true. If if that's if you're not taking a Saturday to 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 spend a few hours painting, but
2: I haven't done that in a long, long time since. Ah, on-
1: so, War Gaming Lobby says, "I love secret weapon paint heat effects." Oh my gosh, I love the. The heat paints are some of my my favorite paints out there at all. Fierboski says I need to start branching out from the Citadel paints. Well, you know, depending on where you are, some paints are easier to get than other paints. So, but if you can find the uh, the secret weapon paints, I do highly recommend their weathering series. Yes.
2: It- Honestly, you don't have to branch out. That's the thing that all these paint companies are trying to do. They're trying to make it easier for you to get everything you need in one. Like, if you really just love GW paints, you can paint entire armies of GW paints. You don't need other paints. That's the good thing. You know, there's very few lines. I guess Turbo Dark Paint, one of the few ones I can think of off the top of my head where you can't paint a whole model like that unless you want really crazy metallic-y models in various colors. They'll be a little weird when get to some of the pouches and stuff, but...
0: They're metal pouches. It's metal leather. But there leather.
1: are there are some things like the the only thing I have a whole set of is the the secret weapon weathering paints uh, because I use all of them. I use the uh, the dirt ones. I use the rust ones. I use the the tire rubber ones, and I don't even use them for those things. Like I don't use the dirt ones for dirt. Oh, well, I seldom do. I do sometimes on basis, but they're on they're good for leathers. The rust ones are good for leathers. They're good for brown cloth, they're good for hair. I use them for, you know, so many different things, not just rust. That's
2: a good thing about all the paints and remember what they're made for. There's usually multiple uses. Oh yeah. Uh, and Crimson 1919 says, oh, wait, I thought all the real painters all painted with Scales 75 and I had to buy them and Oh, and pay international shipping. I wanted to be a real pro painter unlike a scrub of my Reaper. So uh
0: I'm <laughs> sorry. Okay. Reaper Manufacturer, their their master series paints are good paints too.
2: They're good paints. And also, um scale seventy five These... has as a store in the US. You don't have to pay international anymore.
1: These are the only scale seventy five paints that I have. One is light green and one is a mid tone green. That's it. And I never use them. 'em. They're on my they're on my carousel of paints I never use. <laughs>
2: That would just be, now you're just being silly crimson.
0: <laughs> no, watercolor. <laughs> watercolor.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you can paint a miniature in watercolor, it's more power to you.
1: Sweet. I would love to try some more colors. I know they have those translucent paints. And uh, and I'd, I'd love to get my hands on a few of those colors. I would never get an entire set of anybody's paint. Yeah, well, I mean. Yeah, you know, I mean unless it's
0: a really good deal.
2: Because of the deal, because I mean, you work at GW, you buy a mega paint set and you bring it home and your your wife is happy because she's like, oh, more
1: paints to paint with. I'm like, yep, here you go. You know what, Crimson, if you're in Canada, it might be easy for you to get the Pro Acryl, the Creature Caster paints.
0: Yeah, they're legit too. They,
1: they, some people call them Pro Acryl. Some people call them Monument paints because yeah. of the big M on the, you know, so, but Creature Caster puts this out and so they're, they're good pinks too Acryl, and this is their new set I actually have a, a dozen of their colors and I just started using them a couple days ago in my stream so people got to see what I thought I'm like here's this jade color I don't know what it's going to do but I hope it works with the way that I paint and,
2: uh, sometimes you just take the chance right
1: yeah I had no idea and I ended up really really liking it
2: that's, that's what I'm going to do with this Turbo Dork. It's uh, called 3D Glasses. It's sort of got a, a, a color shift from sort of that uh, greenish uh, 3D. It's basically 3D Glasses, the, the whole frame of that. Maybe the top's a little before the blue and not quite red, but it's it's got a good shift, and I'm looking forward to trying it out. See what it looks like. Uh, might be a uh, Stormcast Eternal looks like that. I'll see what I have primed already.
1: That sounds like a fun experiment. Yeah, uh,
2: talk,
0: talking about stuff that's like having to get it overseas and everything. One of the things that I wanted to talk about because it started coming up in our community um, is the cost of stuff coming from overseas now. Oh,
1: oh my gosh, I I actually have an article dusty. from ICV two up right mm-hmm. now that is about the tariffs and how they're they're
0: actually, going to affect it, us.
1: Yeah, yep. yeah. It's, the you know the hotty world. Going to it's going to. Crazy effect the uh, the uh, kickstarters that people are putting out because yep. they have they have budgeted their money for their kickstarters in such a way that now these twenty five percent increase in costs uh, for you know manufacturing them in China and and getting them back to the U S that's going to break some people. There's yes. going to be a lot of kickstarters that are not going to make it.
0: Correct. I'll
1: tell okay. you that right now for We're people who it. are, for people who are backing kickstarters that uh that aren't, Simon, uh, well,
2: that's
1: that's going to break some. Uh, Simon some might not
2: make it either. They've not having a good time. <laughs> mm.
0: they're, they're 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 distributing issues have started yeah. catching up to them.
2: Yeah, they're they're. I mean, I don't mean to be cruel, but. They made their bed. They got to sleep in it
0: now. Yeah, it's, it's, um, everybody knows I'm playing the Song of Ice and Fire game, and I just finished, almost finished Jon Snow, um, because I'm playing Nightwatch. Uh, that's one have been one of the issues that people are like, I really want to play your game. I like the game. Where's my other models that are coming out? I want my, want my, want my, my, and they're like, we're trying to get them to you, but with them switching over to, uh, Asmodee and the Tariff stuff, it's going to be taking a while. Stuff we should so have had they, out two months ago, we're now getting at the end of this month.
2: So if they're going to be working with Asmodee, it's going to help a lot because Asmodee's got more pull and more stuff on so they can they can work a deal. Correct. That's what's me. It's all the little guys are going to get hurt. And yeah, uh,
3: exactly. I so know like,
0: that. Um, I think Dust was saying that they were having issues yeah, or something because of
2: GW had to delay some stuff.
0: Yeah. It's just kind of what it's going to be going on. And it sucks because this is stupid.
2: Because it's stupid, yes.
0: And we're not going to get political, but this is stupid. Yeah, this is we stupid. it's it.
2: not going to do what they want. It's uh, yeah. cutting off your nose to spite your face.
0: Correct. Sorry, I'm bouncing in and out of screen because I'm trying to get some stuff done.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, keep in mind when the stuff gets to your store and it's a little more expensive, sometimes it's just going to be that way.
0: Yeah, there's going to be a price increase. Yeah. And the prices aren't going to go down either. Uh, it's going to go up and stay that way until everything
2: changes again. So, so we we'll gonna have to just I'm wait. Back down then because, I mean, that's sort of how the market fluctuates. Yep.
1: So a, a 25%, uh, up to 25% on imports from China. Yeah. Uh, the tariffs will affect geek categories including board, card, miniature, and role-playing games, comics and graphic novels, and toys. All that stuff is going to see a price hike
2: yep yeah it, it may not be 25 percent because it's not guaranteed 25 percent and it's not like it's trying right to right it's cost. it's
1: up to up to 25 so we'll
2: see probably five to ten percent increases which is not terrible but it's still you know on that 20 dollar box it's another two bucks out of your pocket so we'll have to see how it plays out you know I'll, it's gonna affect us all but uh we'll get through it I mean it is what it is right
0: yeah, it, it, it's it's expect some price hikes, yeah. and don't blame the companies either. That's the thing. You ain't go oh, it's G, fucking GW or you know like no guys, that's oh. not causing this. That's to be fair, yours.
2: don't just eat the price hike without looking at it. Yeah, if it's more than twenty five percent, someone's fucking you. Don't yeah. let them. <laughs> if it's twenty five percent, they're still probably fucking you. But you know, pay what pay what you're willing to pay. But keep in mind what they're doing. Yeah going
0: to be a lot of change into that.
2: I hope it doesn't hurt too many independent in too many friendly <laughs> local gaming stores because you know, when that happens, when stuff gets tight, people start to start looking at the how can I get it cheaper.
0: Yep. And, and it's really going to hurt more than anything else are oh, the smaller businesses. Yeah. People like the, you know, stores that buy stuff directly from overseas or um People that provide products for people that are independent, like token sets or whatever, and they have to get them all if things are done overseas. Any of the small people is what's going to really hurt. Those yeah. people are going to be the ones going to have a problem, or small businesses, I should say. I,
2: di- I didn't check, but uh, is it uh, everything, or is it just the stuff from China, like I thought it was?
1: It was stuff from China. Yeah. yeah so is what it said in this article.
2: So night models won't be affected. So your Batman's so good, your Infinity's so good. Corvus Belly is in. Uh, It'll affect books from those people because I think most people get their books printed in China.
0: Yeah, that's the one thing that's mm-hmm. going to affect because a lot of people have their stuff printed in China, and yeah. there was a couple of Kickstarters that um, had all their product destroyed because China didn't like their product. Oh,
2: yeah, um, the, uh, the book burning. It's not like they destroy it; you're out. The guys are out the money. They actually have to refund them the money.
0: Correct, but I mean, if I was looking for a product and I was like, "Oh man, I can't wait to have this book that I, you know, I've been oh, yeah. dying to have," and then sure. all of a sudden. They go. Oh yeah. Well, um...
2: I mean, this is what happens when the market becomes reliant on one place that is not local. I don't want to say local. It's different. It's has different social um,
0: structure.
2: Structure than us. They they're, they're yeah. different. They have different different rules and regulations. They're not a free country. And I hate to say it that bluntly. Yeah. And America is. For now, it's still a free country. <laughs> so I mean, they can do shit like that. Yes, and it's gonna be bad. And I hope it's not uh, too bad. Uh, hopefully, those guys are on their feet. Um, keep an eye on all your kickstarters that have it. Don't don't yell at those guys. Like at this point, you know, I feel the most sorry for uh, um, Ninja Division because uh, they're fucked.
1: Yeah. Oh, did they? they were already.
2: They, they're actually digging through. They're being more communicative. They're doing stuff to get, you know, to pay off their debts so they can get their next stuff from their from their printers. But any extra money is gonna make it harder for them to get out. Yeah.
1: Well, I I hope they can, uh, I hope they can get it together and succeed with that. I wish them all the best, you know, I, honestly, but I feel bad hope for even though them. They
2: all lose a ton of money. <laughs> I hope they just don't all lose their livelihood and everything.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, their, any of their own personal stuff from this going down badly. And I hope they don't, I mean, I know, I know John Kedishi. He I worked with him for a bit. He's a good dude. what uh, I understand the other guys are good dudes. They just had the absolute worst luck. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully it doesn't affect some of the books. I mean, there's a lot of books that I've been doing. I did, uh, um, uh, the miniature book that Dave Taylor and his his buddy uh, Mel, I think it was. Was it Mel?
1: Oh, Mel Boss, the terrain trooper. Yeah.
2: yeah, his book, I, I, I kickstarted that because, I mean, hey, it's cool. I did um, <clears throat> double six dice because I got some the first time, which are the 12 siders or the one Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Then, is it second Kickstarter? He does everything through China. And, I mean, I'll know exactly how it affects him. And I can tell you guys because. He will tell you every single thing he has to go through. He will show you every fee. It was the best Kickstarter experience ever because I could literally go and go, What did you spend money on? And I can see it all. You know, the person in China who dealt directly with the companies, who went in and physically handled the product for him, you you can see what they paid for that. It's great. Uh, I wish more people were that transparent, but not all. So, but yeah, keep an eye on this. This is could affect us and uh, as I get more information from anything like kickers or whatever telling us what they're thinking I'll, I'll share it it'll be sort of an in progress thing hopefully something And uh,
1: wargaming lobby says as an abroad observer i get at least 35 bucks for a couple paints or a brush from the US now that stuff's hurting you guys too it sucks <laughs> yeah. So really essentially now we're we're going to be paying uh prices like uh the rest of the world He's well, for with Australia
2: because Australia <laughs> gets—they <laughs> get, uber they get fucked. double
1: fucked every time.
2: <laughs> yep, they do. And yeah. It's the worst. Like they—they they almost entirely killed GW in Australia because of fucking them.
0: Oh, I remember. It's it been like 15 years ago. I had a, uh, a in Inyaden army, uh, an Eldar Inyaden army, and it was all the wraith guards and wraith lords and all this other stuff and i got it for like a hundred bucks and it was when they made the the boxed army sets remember those where it was yep. like uh here's you know here's your in army go for
1: it oh yeah that's when i got my dark angels
0: yeah I got and
1: the, the, uh, jim got me the big giant box of them
0: and we we had a store going out of sale and closing everything down and they guy sold it to me for a hundred bucks i'm like cool i got my entire Yaden army i can just go ahead and start playing And played it for a little bit, started getting out of it, uh, got rid of it, and put it on eBay. And this is back when eBay was first starting out. And um, he was like, hey, I really want that, but I need it shipped to Australia. And I'm like, okay, um, let's find out what it costs to ship to Australia. So I found out what Uh, it was.
1: At least $50. At least.
0: Yeah. Um, He said, "I'll, I'll pay that, plus I'll pay you three times the amount you're asking for right now. I only put it on there for like $100, 150 And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, if I were to buy that and have it shipped overseas or buy the cost of it, it would have been three times the amount and it would take forever to get to me. And I'm like, okay. And he was, because I was talking to the guy with it, because this is back when, you know, this stuff started just coming out. And he was like, the, the amount of cost for things that have been shipped overseas was outrageous for GW stuff. It, mm-hmm. I mean, it was insane. You know, four times five times the amount of what we paid over here, and I was like, "That's ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, hell not yeah also, It was
2: not the company it is now back then when that was at, at their worst they they were they were trying to be the boutique of uh, miniatures and then they realized that's not a way to yeah to survive,
0: but I mean, I just thought it was interesting because it was it was it was a shocker to see how much they pay for that type of stuff
2: absolutely
0: Um, but it was it it was something that brought that we brought up uh locally and on a couple of people that i know throughout the industries they were talking about it and they were like this is gonna suck guys just get ready for it
2: yeah
0: um we may not see very much we may see some um but if you do just realize where it came from and why it's like it is so um kathy did you have something you wanted to uh discuss um, we, we, we did we, I? I don't know if you did or not. I, well, why don't you tell me? <laughs> I thought <laughs> you well, said something in was. our Sorry. chat earlier. You no, had something. I, I,
1: I don't know. I mean, Let me see. not really. I've just been. Oh, yeah, you did the, the
0: cubicle seven stuff.
1: Oh, right. Hey, so, yeah. So I've been kind of sort of skimming through their, uh, you know, seeing their sponsored, you know, stuff in my Facebook and things and they've been working on this Warhammer Fantasy RPG and I'm a big fan of the old Warhammer Fantasy RPG that was like in the early 90s Uh, I really enjoyed that role playing game and of course it was based in the Warhammer Fantasy you know battle universe
3: Mm -hmm.
1: and uh, so they've been developing this game and for in the Age of Sigmar Universe, and they announced at Warhammer Fest that finally it's it has a name, at, which is uh, well, what is it?
0: <laughs> Was it Loon Curse?
1: Soulbound. Oh, that's right. It's called Soulbound, and I suppose that's you know kind of a a play on the Stormcast, and their I don't know I don't know the lore of Age of Sigmar, but uh. There's a lot of... uh, Well,
0: because recently they took over all of that stuff.
1: Yeah, go Google the Cubicle 7. Or just go to cubicle7.co.uk
2: and just start poking around.
1: Or that, yeah. (laughs) So, I guess it's going to come out in the spring of 2020. And they're also doing a 40k role-playing game Mm -hmm. as well. So, uh... (laughs) That sounds like so much fun. I mean, you know, I only have my weekly D&D. I don't have anybody who's, you know, playing or willing to run or has time for even to to do a semi-regular uh RPG that's not just my weekly D&D. So, I won't get the joy of playing that, but if somebody else is playing it, uh which play- Let me know, because I think that would kick ass.
0: Which uh, leads into this next segment, where we're talking about RPG. Um, My RPG, Dawn of the Harbinger, is going to be wrapping up soon. We've probably got three or so more episodes to go. Uh, We've been on a hiatus because of uh, different conventions. People went on vacation. Um, But we will be wrapping that up. After we wrap up uh, our Dawn of the Harbinger, uh, John and I have talked about this, but I'm actually going to do it. Um, John just hasn't had enough time. Um, Do what?
2: Bold move cotton. (laughs) Uh,
0: and, uh, we, we've discussed this in length before. Uh, one of our new patron reward levels will be, um, me running your RPG campaign. Um, we haven't decided the full pay level and how it wants to be done, but if you are one of those, it'll be you and up to four of your friends, uh, I will run your RPG session for you. Uh, full-fledged, if I have to buy a book, it's got to be stuff that's readily and easily available. Um, don't ask me to go get something that's been buried for 25 years. Um, and it's like you and four other people, so we for about five people. Uh, we will stream it or record it, depending on what it is, um, and if everybody's okay with it. Um, but we will, I will run your... D &D campaign or your whatever campaign that is out there as long as the books are easily available um and we can all do it no problem Uh, we will be setting it up um i um i'm gonna do one for right now um i don't know if i'll do another one Uh, summer is coming up because uh let's see i have seven days left in school um, but at the end of this month I will be putting up that uh, patron reward if you choose that patron reward and we have to wait whatever, we'll wait a month for you to pay I don't know it's, it's stupid how patron is but I will definitely uh, I will not be doing fatal I do own fatal but we will not be doing fatal um, um,
2: it be rules guys sounds like rules.
0: it has to be appropriate it will
1: be anything except. Yes. Uh, I mean, also,
2: <laughs> there's a role-playing game about playing maids. Is it like?
0: Uh, I used to own a copy of uh, Big Eyes Small Mouth, uh, but um, I mean, it's, it's got to be
2: less appropriate than that.
0: I will get with whoever has that patron reward level, and we will discuss what they're looking for because I have a different, a bunch of different systems that work that are easy, um, stuff that's good for roll uh, online, uh, for online rollers or whatever. But that'll be something that would be discussed with that person. Um, and we'll do that. <laughs>
1: you just wait. You just wait, Gonzo. My my best friend in high school uh, was thrift, thrifting, and she found a copy of the Dallas role playing game.
0: Oh this my is, God!
1: This is back in the late '80s, early '90s, right? Mm-hmm. They, Dallas, they role-playing the TV guy. show, role playing game, That's and she amazing. brought it to my so I had in community college i had joined a group of uh role players you know just to get to meet people and stuff when i was like 20 or 19 and uh and i was playing games with them and i invited her to join us and she brought the dallas role-playing game and they all gave her such a hard time they were total jerks
0: (laughs) um all right fairboski thank you for joining us uh we will talk to you later uh yes there's there's I will be trying to get everything done quickly tonight so I can uh, watch the season finale, too. Our series finale. Um, but, no, that's one of the patron rewards I'm going to offer up. Uh, I will be uh, running a role-playing game or something. Uh, I think we're going to be doing it. Uh, you can have two game sessions a month.
2: Um, and we that's will work right on the really date. That's what I will be thinking about. Yeah. yeah. There's a chance that Gonzo and I might leapfrog. Like, he does one for people. I do one for people. But it depends on how my time works out. Yeah. Uh, things be crazy right now
0: Yeah, John John and I have been talking about that As a patron reward uh, for a while um, I wanted to I didn't want to do it until after I was done with my of the Harbinger uh, series um, And we are almost done with that story um, But it. Uh, I know John's been busy But I want to open it up for me Where I run it uh, I run one and like I said, I'll get with the person Whoever is on that patron reward um, And we will talk about you know what kind of game they want oh i want a sci-fi one ooh i got a new sci-fi series i i think will be yeah. really good um w- hope it w- want to try this one more. yeah so cool. w- we'll have to um, look at that sorry just just kind of <coughs> up.
2: well i guess since people are checked we should uh, should we roll into the media section early so we can talk about the other news
0: too oh yeah we're going to we, we got uh, so we're going to we're going to jump a little early into the media section uh, because we have Something to discuss, and then I have a few things I do want to review. Uh, but then I also have—I
2: um, have a ton of movies so I can theoretically yeah,
0: review. Yeah, we're going to have to kind of go kind of fast on those.
2: No, no, I'm just going to review the big movie, and I'm going to save the rest and do them on other movies.
0: Uh, I do want to talk about a couple of things that I did. Um, I did watch, but only some quick ones. Uh, nothing really great or anything. Uh, but I think we need to talk about the big news that happened in media this week, and. I kind of agree with some people, and I kind of don't. But the thing of Robert Pattinson uh, being Batman—we all know him as Edward from Twilight. Um, there's been a ton of jokes out there about you know him being, you know, his bat suit's going to be sparkly, or he's going to be whatever, and stuff like that. And I, at first, I was like, "Really? Him? Really? Why? What? This isn't a team heartthrob." That's how heart, I felt when they
1: said Ben Affleck.
0: Yeah. And so
2: that's how everyone felt when they said Michael Keaton. Correct. And I, I sat and, and thought he about it. killed
1: it. It. <laughs> it was awesome.
2: No, that was George Clooney. George Clooney killed it. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Michael Keaton killed it in the good way. George Clooney killed, killed it, it in the. Uh...
2: And it wasn't even George Clooney's fault, but he took the blame. So. Yeah. yeah,
1: giant pile of poop way.
0: But um, there was somebody that posted a picture up. Um, And a little meme or, you know, just a little thing. And it had Michael Keaton as an old man um, (laughs) and all these other people. And then they had Robert as um, from Batman and beyond. Is that what the one is? Is it the Batman beyond uh, cartoon? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That could work.
2: That right there would work. But they're doing modern Batman and it's fine. So, I'm on a couple movie groups with people, and apparently Robert Pattinson is actually a very good actor. Yes, and the Twilight movies were just the Twilight movies. Yes, he was young.
0: He hated them too. He does, he does admit that he hated those movies and hated acting in them.
2: So I mean, th- let's be honest. I mean, no one. I don't think many people gave a good accounting of themselves in those movies. What <laughs> those movies were for? Yes, and I mean. You got to give him a chance. A lot of actors get better with age. Correct. Look at the charming potato, Channing Tatum. Everyone was like, oh, he's going to be terrible, terrible. And now he's actually good because he kept at it. He's gotten better. And he just delivers now. Yeah. So, I mean, put that on your mind. Give him a chance. Uh, it's DC, so no idea if it's going to be good or bad because DC is sort of all over the place.
0: That That's another point someone brought up. And it was like, you know what? I don't care. What it is, it's a DC movie, and DC hasn't been able to do very well lately. Uh, overall, I should say, not not lately. Overall, they haven't done very oh. well.
2: Um, I, mean, yes, I, I haven't seen Shazam yet because he's it, it. Even though I'm told it's not quite as yeah you know, ya as it looks, it looks super duper ya, and that doesn't really appeal to me. Um, Aquaman was underwater Thor, and it was okay. Yeah, but people who are like, it was great, better than Wonder Woman. No. 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 No, not, better word no better. It was enjoyable. It was fun. I do not dis I'm not upset that I uh, own it on Blu ray. My mom saw it with me. She liked it too. Um, but it is not some exceptional piece of comic book thing. It it was fine.
0: Yeah. It was good. It just wasn't great.
2: I mean it was it was this of doing this and spoiling it. I'll go into further detail in the minis and movies, but it's space herpes. What what I
0: don't want them to do with him is rehash everything again. We don't Wait, need you mean
2: like we don't need to know that his parents were killed.
0: We don't need to know a whole origin story. I mean, you can what? do a, a decent origin story without having seventy five percent of the show we being don't an have origin to story.
2: Do origin story because like Spider Man, we know his fucking origin. Yeah. yeah,
0: you can do flashbacks to you know help people remember. But I mean, it doesn't have we to be know. half of the movie. Yeah. There's enough media out there in this Reilers.
1: day and age. Anybody can just wiki the guy's freaking <laughs> origin.
2: Yeah, unless you're going to do something interesting with their origin, and I suggest staying away from that with Batman. No one's. Yeah. Oh, get this. So here is a conversation we had at work about this. They said uh, some in some article. They said they're going to go more to his roots and be more detective Batman. And everyone's like, "That's not Batman. What the hell are they doing?" I'm like, "As a matter of fact, that is yeah. Batman. Mm-hmm. Ninja Batman is not Batman. You're right. Batman is the world's greatest detective. He's basically new Sherlock Holmes."
0: Yep. Um, I just hope that it's they don't spend a good portion of the movie doing origin stuff. I hope they do some good character building. I hope that you know they. They give him a good suit, because we know how much of a suit, how bad, you know, if a suit's bad, it can ruin.
2: Hashtag no nipples in the bat suit.
0: No nipples in the bat suit.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> and, the, and the villains are appropriate. Um,
2: I, I want more Batman Begins. Batman Begins is my favorite yes. recent Batman movie. Yeah. Give that us really like the Not
1: recent anymore. I hate to break it to you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Most recent.
1: <laughs>
2: it's the most it's my favorite of the most recent ones i mean it came out this you know century yeah
0: <laughs> so i yes. mean that's that's what i'm hoping um i'm sure he's acting he's he's gotten better um the pictures that someone showed of him um in that little thing he looked really good i mean it looked cool sure. he had the the, the 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 structure the face uh he's not that big of a guy though so i'm sure the suit's gonna you know help that out
2: well, Let's be honest, look at what happened to Chris Pratt when he got the superhero movie. He he bulked up, so we'll see what it looks like.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I mean we've got some time, um, and, and I guess there's not like 100% set in stone.
2: No, there's talk talking about some other people, but yeah. I wonder if they're just doing that to sort of get the people to, to lay off, because yeah. there's already petitions, like the petition to change Game of Thrones and last season, like, <laughs> stop <laughs> It is the most self-entitled of self-entitled to try and get someone to change yeah. that.
0: Stop. Just stop. but i mean i'm i'm, I'm hopefully it's, it's good but we need another good batman series we need a good batman series bad because dc has been they've no. not done good
2: so i'll be honest with what dc's doing we don't actually need a good batman movie
0: <laughs> we need they're not DC doing an interconnected
2: universe anymore it doesn't fucking matter what quality of movies are yeah joker movie i saw the trailer I have no fucking give a shit about that movie. Yeah. It's, it's not of, a movie that needs to be made, should not be made. Yeah. I don't care about it. Not even in the slightest.
0: I'm not too interested in that either. It's, it's based off the elsewhere Joker and I'm, it, it, it doesn't even, I really don't care about Joker's background <laughs> and why wow. he is the way he is. I like the not knowing because I honestly don't want to feel sympathy for Joker.
2: No, that you goes, shouldn't feel yeah. sympathy for Joker. He's absolutely insane and yeah. should not. You should not feel sympathy for him. I mean...
0: I don't want to feel sympathy for Joker
2: want, at all. You want someone to the sympathetic for? Mr. Freeze. <laughs> yeah. Batman the Mysteries, made <laughs> him a sympathetic villain, and that's good. Yeah. You can feel sympathy for Two-Face. He's had a bad time. There are some villains you can do that, the Joker is not one of them. Yeah,
0: Joker to me, you don't want to feel sympathy for.
2: And we don't need villain movies because you don't want people, you know, idolizing that shit. I mean, I'm yeah. sure... There's probably going to be some good stuff in it. It might even be a great movie. I don't care. It's, why don't you make your own story? Don't don't try and shoehorn the Joker story in. Because everything I saw, I'm like, that's not the Joker at all. It doesn't <laughs> look like what his, his origin story should be. Yeah. But, you know, I don't really care. So, I mean, I hope people... If you're going to enjoy it, enjoy it. I'm going to say that right now, you know. Don't hold the fact that we're not going to watch it. We don't care about it. Stop. you. If you're going to enjoy it, it's coming out. Go see it. Enjoy it, by all means. I mean... You guys might not know, but it's the 20th anniversary of the Phantom Menace. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a young lady on Twitter that I follow who loves Darth Maul, and she's like, "Did to watching it all." I'm mean, be like, "I don't like the Phantom Menace that much, but your excitement for it's made me want to see it again <laughs> because I love that people are excited about movies like that. By all means, if you're excited about the movie, enjoy it. Yeah, it, I just don't think it's what I, I don't. I think DC needs more to figure out what the hell they're doing. If you're just gonna make one-off movies, do it. If you're gonna make Interconnected Universe. Do it. Just stick with something long enough to do it. Earn your shit. That'll be a uh, earning your shit will be a a call forward to what's coming up shortly.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so I have a few movies I want to talk about before we get into the big one. Um, I watched Night School. Night School is a Kevin Hart movie. It's what you expect from a Kevin Hart movie. Uh, stupid comedy. So, and a, a few laughs.
2: In the words of Morton Joe, mediocre!
0: Yes, pretty much. Uh, It wasn't bad, it wasn't good. I'd give it like our standard meh rating of two and a half space herpes. It was okay. Um, There were a few funny parts. Everything was predictable. You knew what was going to happen. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, If I was you, I'd skip it. Unless you're a big Kevin Hart fan.
2: You Uh, are, I mean, Kevin Hart's a funny guy. I'm not going to lie, but I'll wait for the uh, uh, Jumanji sequel.
0: yes. Um, then I watched a new series on Netflix called Street Food Now, I'm a huge foodie I love food from all over the place I will definitely spend a lot of money on good food um, And I have no problem spending a lot of money on good food No matter where, it's like, oh yeah, this people have this and it's this one I'm like, yeah, as long as it's good, yeah, I'll pay it um, Street Food is a documentary on Netflix about street food around the world They go to Japan, India, all over
1: That sounds amazing. Uh, It it
0: actually was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, But, I mean, that's something I like a lot, too. So, I like hearing about different cultures. I like, you know, especially food, because that's the one thing that, you know, we all can agree on. Good food is good, and it Mm. changes a lot of things. Uh, But it was interesting to see all these different cultures and all their different food that they were showing. And I was like, oh, I want to try this. I want to try that. Oh, no, I will never try that. Uh, which I would, because I'll I'll try anything uh, food-wise. But, I mean, it was pretty good. If you like good documentaries about food and culture uh, and things around the world, I highly recommend it. It was really good.
1: I'm looking at the uh, the episodes on Netflix. I just Googled it. Uh And just looking at it makes me hungry.
0: Oh, there was some stuff I was there. I was like, oh, I want that. Oh, I want that. I want to try this. I want to try that.
1: Just like... Thailand,
2: I'm not watching stuff on food unless I'm eating.
0: Yeah. Just...
1: Japan, India, Indonesia, Taiwan, South Korea, Vietnam, Singapore. I'm just like, and I'm looking at the pictures of food oh that they're serving, and I'm.
2: I have to interject. E- even though I had barbecue in Nashville, that wasn't the best thing I had. Not even like the the dry aged steak was the thing I had. The best thing I had was whipped feta. <laughs> whipped feta with just a warm pita. Oh, my
1: God, that shit was so good.
0: Oh, that does sound
2: good. So good.
0: Proceed. But the (laughs) the also thing about street food is they talk about the people, how they grew up, what they did. And so, you know, there's a lot of good cultural history stuff. Uh, Highly recommend it if you like foodie shows and you like good culture. Uh, Zero space herpes out of that one. Uh, I finally got to watch the movie Game Night, uh, which is... Oh, I forgot his name now. Um
2: Sounds like a four herpy kind
0: of movie. Uh, actually, hold on, I can't remember. Jason Bateman, I think, is what it is. Yeah, uh, and um, it was what I would expect it would be—a um, lighthearted. Well, not lighthearted, but a comedy show. Jason Bateman makes some pretty decent, you know, comedy stuff. He's he—that's his—that's his niche in, in in the movie industry. Um, it wasn't bad. If you got a little bit of free time, go watch it. Um,
2: Fortune
0: was wasn't bad. Also means it wasn't good. It, it, it there was overall it was pretty decent. Uh, maybe like two space herpes. I wouldn't hit the meh because there were some scenes I was like, holy shit, that's funny. Um, uh, spoilers. I don't care because this has been out. It's on HBO. I can give that now. Um, they he gets shot. Jason Bateman's character gets shot in the arm, and so they go to dig it out. But of course, they're not going to go to the hospital. Um, so they. You know, his wife decides to dig it out, and she's like, Well, here, I got this for you to chew on. And it's a squeak toy, and, you know, to put in his mouth. Mm -hmm. And it was just (laughs) him putting that squeak toy in his mouth and biting down on it. As, like, she's cutting open his arm and, like, trying to dig. And she's, like, tapping on his arm. He goes, is that it? Is that it? And he goes, no, that's my bone. And she's, like, tapping on his bone. And he's trying to squeak, you know, the squeak toy's going off. And then, of course, it's, you know, all the way through the arm. And it's just, that was a great scene. Um, they did have some a cool effect in there that I thought was hilarious. Was they slam people into glass tables. And nobody went through a glass table, and it was like a running gag. Damn, that's a strong glass table. Damn, that's a strong glass table. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: they, yeah, my aunt had one had a glass table. They ain't that strong. Yeah,
0: and it was just hilarious. It was just a good running joke. Um, if you got about an hour and a half or so, just go watch it. it it's pretty decent. Um, my last one before we get st- uh, two. I have two more. I finished the entire Christ, second oh. season of. Um, Sabrina, um, first two episodes were kind of, eh, and then it started picking up, and I was like, damn, oh, well, shit, okay, yeah, we just, we just, yeah, we went there, um, there was some pretty controversial stuff in this one, um, and how they pulled some people off and did some things, it still amazes me how they go, um, the the way they twist all the words because of course they're you know Satanists and witches and all this other stuff and instead of saving like uh, to to hell with you they're like to heaven to you and so they you know they flip all the 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 terminology um, but the last like four episodes easily were really good um, and what they did and how they did stuff um, I think we only have one more season left because I think it's only going to be three parts. Um so I'm looking forward to it. It was good. Um, first half of the season was meh, but then it did pick up and it was actually pretty good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So um, overall, two space herpes. Uh, if you liked the last, se- if you liked the first season, give the second season a little bit of time. Uh, and then the last one before we get into our big spoiler review. Uh, oh,
2: to talk about too. So oh, you
0: maybe. got two? Okay, I'll, I'll give this one. It'll be quick and easy. I watched The Foreigner with Jackie Chan.
2: Okay.
0: Um, If you haven't seen it, it's not a bad movie, but it's not Jackie Chan in your normal sense. No, it's
2: Jackie uh, Chan in a movie. Yeah, yeah not it's not a Jackie Chan movie.
0: Correct. Uh, well, a lot of people are used to Jackie Chan movies. Yes. Um, Jackie Chan kind of goes Liam Neeson in this one, um, which was a good, decent Is change for him. Yes, from The Token. Um and it was it was it was pretty decent. There were some lines in there like, yeah, he's about to fuck you up. Yeah, he's gonna kick your ass. And it's not your Jackie Chan, you know, super hardcore karate, you know, like in, in his personal movies, but it was pretty good. Um definitely a decent, you know, type of flick. Definitely a good twist on Jackie Chan movie, per se, uh because it was a little bit more serious, a little bit more dark. Um, if you like Jackie Chan, go watch it because he's a great guy. He's an awesome person. Uh, highly recommend it. Uh, maybe like one space piece because it was kind of hard to get Jackie Chan out of his normal attitude and put him in this dark attitude, but it was good. Um, other than that, John, you have what, two and then we can go into our big spoiler.
2: I have one and then we're going to talk about the big spoiler. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I mean, I have way more than two, but like I said, I'm going to yeah. talk about one. And that's, uh, John Wick, uh, chapter three Parabellum. Yes.
0: Didn't get saved this
2: weekend. I mean, fuck yeah.
0: (laughs) So we're talking about zero space herpes?
2: Yeah, obviously. It does not necessarily go the way you expect it to go. It's got some interesting points there. Um, uh, Halle Berry's in it for a bit. You've seen her. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's cool in it. Uh, Everyone they get is cool in it. Um, I, I just want a scene where, you know, there's some big contract on John Wick. An assassin gets a text, sees John Wick, and goes, Nah, ain't worth it. Because spoiler, he kills some motherfuckers. <laughs> well, Not in the John Wick become, movie. When does it become no longer worth to send men after John Wick? Because he's just gonna kill them all. Yeah. That's what he does. That the the opening bit is super John Wickian, if you will. It's amusing as heck, uh then it gets then it starts to go in a a more different way, but it's got a good balance of action and story. Um, very enjoyable. Uh, spoiler. This is not a trilogy. Good. There will be a fourth movie.
0: Well, they they were mentioning that this was going to be the third one and the third one was going to be the last one, but a lot of people said, no, this is not
2: rivals Rambo probably does rival Rambo. It's man. It's just got some good stuff. Um, it's cool seeing him fight a higher quality of guys because the thugs, I mean, he takes out thugs like they're no threat because (laughs) the average thug is no threat. Yeah. Um, Mark Koskis is in it. He's amusing as hell. Um, he was a little weird. You, you might not like him in the movie because he's got a certain personality he's affecting for the movie, but I got what he was going for and enjoyed it. Um, Lawrence Fishburne just fucking chews scenery and it's great. <laughs> He's just, just showing it up. He is all in and it's really amusing. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to the next one. It was, it was great. It is worth watching. You should go see it.
0: All right. All right. Here is our disclaimer. Uh, we are about to talk about in game and all the spoilers within it. This is not spoiler-free. If you are listening and you have not watched it and you do not want to be spoiled, please turn off your listening device and go away. We have yeah. warned you. This is it. It is the embargo on spoilers is over now. So we are if going you to go. Turn away. off.
2: Have a good one. We'll see you next week. Yes. Love you
0: guys. But I'm John, <laughs> I, I'm gone.
1: For up, uh, but for those who are staying,
0: <laughs> here's our spoiler review of. Avengers Endgame Because um, we've been talking about it. We thought we would do it But I kind of made a decision like Let's do it tonight Fuck it it's, the, the spoiler embargo is over So people have yeah, just got it it's over get... yeah. People should see it Yeah If you haven't seen it by now Not Sorry The world's seen it Yeah So um, First things first
2: That is America's ass
0: Fuck yeah <laughs> um, let's, just, let's just kind of break it down A little bit by little bit Before we get into the really good parts uh, The first half of the movie uh, the time machine. Go, getting up to the time machine. We'll call that the first half.
3: Well,
2: uh, so the first act is the only things you see from the spoilers, which is great. They did an yes. amazing job crafting the uh, the trailers from just the first act. It, good job, good on you guys. Hats off. <laughs> and I like that. And then the fallout of that—you killing Th- up to killing Thanos—and the fallout of that is great. Um, and then pretty much short of the time, Ant Man shows up, becomes Act Two.
0: Correct. Uh, I thought it was a good build-up. You got the feel that all the problems were happening, and it wasn't, like, immediately right after the snap. It was some time after it.
2: Yeah, Um, so people, like, complaining, like, neighborhoods wouldn't get that bad. I'm like, half the people in the world are gone, and it's not, like, evenly. Yeah. There are neighborhoods that are going to be just completely trash-ridden, because you're not going to have enough garbage men.
0: Yeah. Could you imagine what happened if nobody picked up garbage for a month?
2: Yeah, I mean people aren't just going to go around cleaning up because all these people are gone no i mean that that's a traumatic and b you know it's just not going to happen so yeah. well
1: i mean not to mention that the entire infrastructure and economy of uh every country in the world is tanked yeah so um, they're not going to have anybody that they're paying to
2: and not take equally up the garbage because you know some countries may have been like oh we only, we only lost you know 30% of our country another country lost like you know, maybe Russia lost 60% and some other countries lost, you know, you know less. And it's not going to be even either. So there's a lot of crazy stuff happens, and I like the way they dealt with that. It was yeah. all good.
0: Um, I-, I thought that was really good for the first part of it. Um, and then when <laughs> Ant-Man shows up, uh, it starts kicking into, you know, what are we going to do to change this? Yep. This is one of the first times I've ever seen a time travel movie do time travel correctly.
2: Well, let's not say correctly. Let's say in this way.
0: In this way. Because you can't, Because the biggest blunder of Tri travel movies is like, well, we're just going to go back in time and change what happened. You can't because then you wouldn't know to do it in the future. That's like the biggest paradox. faux pas. Yeah. The biggest well, so paradox of doing it.
2: We could do a whole episode on time travel theories, but let's not worry about that. But yeah, I like the way they did that. Correct. Uh, I love the scene. I did like the scene where they're talking about time travel movies and... and and smart hawks like that's not how it works.
0: You mean it's not like Back to the Future?
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ant Man was good. Was just enough comic relief for the mm-hmm. main Avengers group, I thought. Yep. With a couple of deadpans from like uh, War Machine, who never gets enough screen time. I yeah. love me some Don Cheadle as War Machine. Yep. Um, but I like they got in there. I like that they didn't have to put Captain Marvel in it because she's not an Avenger.
0: Yep. You she don't see a lot she- of her though, but you see it just enough. I
2: mean, she she's a badass and she was cool when she was there. Love me some Captain Marvel, but yeah, um, but yeah, it's great that leading up there, all the it's it's both the plot of the movie and a loving homage to homage to all the movies that came before it. Correct. It is. I mean, I hate to bet, throw around the uh, phrase "perfect movie," but it is pretty much a perfect movie. Yeah. Like, um, oh, I have a ton of tiny nitpicks, but they are so tiny that I don't even register them. Yeah. I
1: mean, if you have to wrap up all these other movies with this one this is your c- series finale yeah. you know Not like game of thrones is doing
0: <laughs> they hit a home run yeah Boom. um the the, the, the time travel part where they all go back in time and do everything it was still good storytelling it wasn't just oh we're just gonna walk over there and get rid of stuff oh okay i'll go get that stone that was no problem no, they built character out of those people. The the scene with Thor. Um, depressed, ridden, you know, fat man Thor.
2: It is not fat shaming. It is literally a yeah. thing that happens to people. Yes. And The fact that they didn't just wave their hands at the end and make it right. I was worried his mom or getting Mjolnir was going to make it right, and it did not. No. I was happy that it's, it's a consequence he's going to live with.
0: Yes. I mean, because he even tried to go back in time to fix that. His mom was like, no, no, you you can't change the past. You're going to have to. And when he called for the hammer and he says, I'm still worthy. There's quite a few memes going around about it. Depression doesn't make you any less worthy. And that really hit home a lot.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, (laughs) That scene right there was an amazingly good scene.
2: Yep. Um, And then um, the best of those scenes from that and the one that just shines a light on a scene I didn't like from Infinity War, because this one's actually earned, is Hawkeye and Black Widow for the Soul Stone. Yeah. Um, it just shows how much they're like, we gotta make this work for this movie, and they just made it work. It doesn't fit, and it looks even worse when you compare it to Endgame.
0: Yeah. Uh, because the thing is, is I know a lot of people complain that it was her that went down. They both would have gone down if they could have.
2: Well, yeah. So that's the thing. Also, and apparently, they were, originally Hawkeye was supposed to be the one to die, and then uh, one of the other directors is like, you know, reading through the script, that you know, she's taken on the mantle of all of this. It's become her life. Don't take this away from her character. Mm-hmm. You know, because remember, in Age of Ultron, she thought she was a monster because, you know, she just became a killing machine. She gave up part of her humanity to become a killing machine. Yes, this is her redemption, her final redemption. And you can't take that from her. It was a great scene. Yeah. I I thought
0: it was great. I mean, it was sad. Uh, And you could see them both struggling with it. And eventually Mm -hmm. she's just like, you got to let me go. And you're just like, damn.
2: Yep. I love that. I love that scene. But my two favorite scenes happen in the third act.
0: Yes. The first
2: one is where Cap gets me on here. And wields it. And is like, I'm like, fuck yes.
0: I actually out loud. Okay, so we'll go on our third, the third part, uh, which is the "oh shit" part, is what I like to call it. Yes. Um, this was my childhood exploding all over the place. Yes. I was like a eight year old kid reading a comic book for the first time, going "Holy fuck!" And mm-hmm. literally, when Captain America got the hammer. I said fuck yeah really loud in the theater and I had a bunch of 8-year-old 9-year-old kids around me and I actually I didn't even I didn't even apologize or nothing because
2: that that's what that phrase is meant for it yeah. like that
0: Yeah. I mean I had chills, I had goosebumps. I was, you know, wiggling in my seat. I was like, yeah, fuck him up. You know, I was oh, just my, like I kick his it. ass. <laughs> that oh. that that right there that one scene it is amazing. It, it, it's it's all the culmination of what everything came down to. You knew Captain America was worthy. We all knew it. Um, we also knew he did it in the comic, but to see it and let him have his shining moment per se yep. with it, they did it so awesome. I was I can't wait to get the Blu Ray and just watch the movie again. And especially for that scene, I, I, I'm going to feel sad because I'm never going to have that exact same feeling.
2: I've already seen it twice. It's it's almost as good the second time, trust me. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm just waiting for it in my own house. I just I can't wait for
1: it. I to see it a second time, and oh, possibly yeah. a third time.
2: I don't think I'll get a third, because I don't think Mom wants to see it. It's a little much for her. <laughs> I'll see it a third on video, obviously. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was a great moment. Um, I love how Cap, in this scene, since they did it earlier, he, he did the, I can do this all day, without having to say, I can do this all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and
0: um,
2: then... Uh, my my other favorite scene is Avengers Assemble, assemble. with yes. everyone yes including Howard the Duck which I thought
0: was amazing <laughs> Howard the Duck with the Tommy gun I mean,
2: this is the crossover we all wanted from Marvel when they did it yes it was amazing and uh, so I mean I've got no faults with that fight I don't even care people forget that Thanos is a badass. Like, yes, for a little bit, I'm like, man, shouldn't Iron Man, Cap, and Thor beat the crap? And I'm like, no, no. Thanos is a badass. Yes. He was sort of touring with people before, and he they're all beat up and blown up, so they're not at their A game, so th- this is fine.
0: Yeah. Thanos but, is know, a lot more powerful than people give him credit for. Um,
2: Cap standing there with the whole army bearing down on just him. He's not giving up. He's just tightening the shield and just, like, let's go.
0: Bring it on, bitches.
2: Yep. But then everyone else shows up. Um... I do want to address something in sort of my normal manner. There is a scene where Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, I mean, comes down, destroys his spaceship, which is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And then uh, has a funny scene with Spider-Man. <laughs> she takes the gauntlet. She's going to deliver it so they can get it out of there. And uh, all the other female superheroes get there and, you know, help her out. And I have people on the internet saying, that was such a forced scene, wah, wow, wow, Like, go fuck yourself. We have had male superhero team up so many times. Let them have this. It'll never happen again. Yeah, I mean, who... It does not hurt the movie at all. No. It's fucking fine.
0: You, you know that the reason why they did it is because they wanted to have all the female superheroes yes. there. And they wanted to have their moment. Who cares? It yeah. was a cool-ass scene.
2: The ass movie's thing. been kind of female light because there's only one female Avenger left, really. I mean, you get Nebula, but she's kind of weird. Yeah. But let's say Nebula and, and uh, Black Widow... A bunch of guys, and one of them dies. The other one gets captured. You needed to do some more. They would like, look, we're, we're 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 guy heavy. We know this. Let's do something. Yeah. And I thought it was a great scene. I thought it was cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, as soon as I it's saw fan that, fan
2: service. Sure, it's fan service. Who fucking yeah. cares about this movie's fan service? <laughs> yeah.
0: You you knew that was going to happen, um. And I knew people were going to bitch about it. I was like, I don't care. I, saw I liked like,
2: it. Mouth breathers. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it's that's all great. It's yeah. so good.
0: Um, so let's go to the last act.
2: I, I mean, we're in the last act. We're therm. No, in
0: no, the last no. Act. We're we're talking about the point where we had grown men sobbing like babies.
2: I don't know what you're talking about. Someone came by, was cutting onions right behind me. It was tragic.
0: Uh, no, I, I'll freely admit, I bawled like a little girl. Oh, I yeah. bawled because it was. The, people don't understand because they were like, "You cried during that?" It says yeah, uh, because. At there, least twice. Yeah, there. Three there, times.
2: It was three times. Yeah, because it's Black Widow, Iron, I Am Iron Man, uh-huh. and then the funeral. Yes. Um. Whenever the he cheeseburger scene, fucking Christ! <laughs> I'm like, come on! I was almost good again. You can't do that again.
0: When when he stands there and he has a glove on and he goes and he and he does the scene of I am Iron Man, I was like, fuck yeah, he is. And he snaps, and I went, you motherfuckers. Good play. Yeah. Um, that right there, because someone brought up a meme for it, uh, cause it, a spoiler meme, where Tony Stark says the best thing that came out of you was in a test tube and to Captain America. And then, of course, he gets the hammer. And then when Captain America says you're not the guy to make the sacrificial play to Tony Stark, that right there, it's like, yeah, he is. They all yeah. are.
2: Well, you knew he was going to because, I mean, yeah. he had his daughter to look at and, you know, she loves him 3,000. Yeah,
0: loves him 3,000. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when he did that, I was like, good play. Good one. And I was like, yeah, it's, I'm going I'm to weep yeah. up. But whenever Spider-Man jumps in and when uh, Pepper jumps in and they talk to him and, and when Pepper says, it's okay, you can go, I was like, You killed me, guys. Yep. That right there, I was like, holy shit.
2: And and unlike the... I have this complaint about the Infinity War. The Spider-Man scene, which is... When he's fading away, is purely there to gut punch you. Yes. But the movie had lost me enough that it had no emotional impact on me. Because it wasn't... Didn't feel as earned. This was fucking earned 100%. Yeah. So, I um, that and then, I mean, it was mostly good to the funeral until the cheeseburger scene,
0: <laughs> uh, which you told me about, um, because I had someone else ask me, because um, the funeral boy. scene is about you know, all the different, and then there was that one person who was like, Who is that person?
2: Yeah, standing by himself, it's the kid from Iron Man 3.
0: Yeah, um, and, and it goes to show that these movies have gone for a long time, yep. Yeah. This isn't, you know, oh, three years worth of movies like our Star Wars trilogy.
2: It's 11 years worth of movies.
0: Yeah. 11 years Iron worth Man of characters. Iron was
2: a long time ago.
0: Yes. Um,
2: and still underrated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but what I find interesting about this whole thing <laughs> is people are like, okay, well, we won't see any more Iron Man. Okay, yep. Uh, and the way they ended Captain America. We're not going to see Captain America anymore. Those guys yep. are, sure. are done. They're done. Um yep. I I think that was great of them like him giving the shield to um um uh, what's his to name? Sam. To, uh, Sam. to Sam. I thought that was great. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was awesome. Uh does that mean we're never going to have an Avengers movie? No. But there, does that mean it'll be a different a bit, but Yes.
2: I mean I am down.
0: Yeah. I'm down so to see Sam to as I, as Captain America. I ain't got a problem with it. Yeah. Um yeah.
2: Because he's sort of the same guy where he's willing just to do the right thing. Yep. That's what he did. I mean, he had a life. He was good. But then Captain America needs help. He volunteered. Like, I'm going to help you. Yeah. So he was the right guy. That's why uh, Bucky didn't get it because Bucky's not the right guy for it anymore. Maybe at one point they thought he would be, but the way the stories went, he wasn't the right guy.
0: Yeah. Um, I think it wrapped up very nicely. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that there was not an official second scene. Um, our stinger is what they call it.
2: Oh, just the uh, the sound the effect, hammer on the anvil. Yeah, yep.
0: Um, I suit. did like that. They did take the Guardians of the Galaxy and show a little snippet with them. Um, with yeah, him.
2: it was much more interesting there than than in Infinity War. It's just funny. Everything I did had a problem with Infinity War is done way better in this, which is <laughs> great. They, they fixed it. Well, I mean, yeah, they fixed it. it was all of it was way better. I mean. Well, the exception of Rocket. Rocket was great in Infinity War. He's great in this. Rocket is having a great arc, and James Gunn's come out and said, and Guardian Three is going to finish his sort of character arc, which is awesome.
0: Well, yeah, and He's also
2: so much fucking growth.
0: Yeah, and they said that uh, Thor will be in the next Guardian movie. I guess. Yep.
2: Chris uh, Hemsworth is willing to. Well, they found what to use Chris Hemsworth for now. Yeah. <clears throat> he had the right look for Thor, but. Making him just be serious all the time is ignoring the fact that he has good comedic chops.
0: Oh yeah, he <laughs> does. Um, I did think it was interesting of uh, them. He was still looking for Gamora, doing the search for her, and they kind of like, oh, I, you didn't see me click that, you know? I'm not looking for her type thing.
2: Yeah, um, I'm. I'm curious if they're going to bring her back. I think they're just leaving it open for whatever James Gunn wants. Yeah. I hope. I mean, I kind of hope they don't. They don't need I hope to. They don't, I don't. I don't think they need to. He needs to move on and, and actually have. And it says he needs to move on, become an actual adult, and have a real adult relationship. Because I don't think he and Gamora had a real relationship. Is that first love, code, first actual love kind of thing? Like, yeah, sure, they had something, but it wasn't built on the right things.
0: Yeah. Um, for me, since we are coming down to the end of the show, um, zero space RP's. <laughs> There is no doubt about that. Come on! I can't wait to have the DVD, Blu-ray copy in my house because as soon as it comes out, I'm putting it in and I'm shutting everything off and I'm enjoying the ride again.
1: Twice in a weekend, like I did with Dune when I finally got my <laughs> Blu-ray of that.
0: Yes, I will probably watch it a couple of times.
2: I mean, I did see it twice, and we guys saw Friday and Monday. Yeah, but I'm going to watch it in my theater.
0: So for me, uh, in-game. Mean, uh, Zero. I mean, honestly, a
2: three-hour movie is so much better at home because you're like, you know what? I'm gonna stop it, do some stuff, and come back for the next act. There's there's plenty of good stopping points. You can bite at, at the
1: very least. You know, pause to go to the bathroom.
2: <laughs> hey, I've got two made of the Avengers End Games without peeing badges.
0: Yeah, I've got those badges. But John, we know it's a zero. Kathy, are, are we... you a zero?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're all
0: a zero on this one, guys.
2: <laughs> we... It's a perfect movie. It. Uh, they asked uh, my coworkers asked me at dinner when Night people I was working with, "What's your favorite movie?" And I said, "You know, before this month, I would have said Empire Strikes Back' without hesitation, but now I don't know." It,
0: it, 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 it's in of a course, knock,
2: they're they're in a drag out fight for my favorite movie.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's in the top five. Um. Guys, we thank you so much. And I'm glad that Webby76 says, on that note, good night, because he left yeah. before you did. We're, hopefully,
2: after you see it, Webby, you can uh, listen to this. I yeah. mean, you're not listening right now, but hopefully, you saw it and came back and listened to this. Yeah. Uh,
0: guys, um, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Really, it, it is very, very cool to hear people say, hey, I listened to your episode last night. I agree or I disagree with yeah. what you said. Um, If there is something you want us to review, watch, read, talk about, let us know. We are always open for that. We want to have as much fun as you do. We are glad you joined us for this. Absolutely. Uh, For More Than Dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. Take care of yourself, people.
1: Bye. Dance music. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: uh, uh,
1: uh. The dance music is happening outside. There's a stadium like minutes away and oh my god it's so loud they were having some kind of concert or festival or something. Huh? Oh you which, didn't go?
0: by the way I got America's ass on the top of my cup because we bought one of the cups and we got America's ass all the time.
3: Every Aww. time.
2: Have you seen that meme going around Twitter where it's Chris Evans from None of the Team movie Walks yep. up and the picture of you know Captain America lying down with the ass and he yep. shakes his head and walks out like that's a good team. <laughs>